0: to get a job got 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 to get a proper job got to get a 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 job
1: got to get a proper job got to get a 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 job got to
0: got to get a proper job I've got one Hello I'm Ollie Double I'm a lecturer at the University of Kent and this is the proper job gradcast in which we explore how a degree in drama could lead to all kinds of interesting careers in the arts. You will find this of interest if you're thinking of studying drama at Kent or you are currently studying drama at Kent and thinking about what you might want to go on to do afterwards and how you might get there. Or you just like listening to cracking conversations. In each episode, I interview a Kent drama graduate working in the arts. And this time I'm talking to Claudia Marciano, who is an actor and um, teacher and fitness trainer and works with Theatre Re and I would strongly recommend you checking out their website to find out more. One thing that's quite interesting about this one is Claudia didn't go straight into theatre from graduating. She did a a proper job, as it were, a normal non-arts job to start off with. And also, uh, before even doing that, between uh, doing the Kent degree and doing that, she also did training at Fourth Monkey Theatre. And she talks about that briefly as well. That's all I'm going to say for now. Over to Claudia.
1: So my name is Claudia Marchano. Uh, I graduated in 2015. I studied drama and theatre. And post-graduation, I went on to train at Fourth Monkey Theatre Company, following a workshop that they led uh, in the Jarman German studio. I remember it was sort of during... Autumn term of my final year, and I decided that that was what I wanted to do. I wanted to extend my training because I knew I wanted to be creating work. Uh, I knew I wanted to work in the theatre, and it was sort of focused towards theatre making, and I thought that that suited me well.
0: That's brilliant. That's a really full answer. And it kind of starts to lead towards the, the next question's answer, which is what's your current job and what kind of things does it entail?
1: So my current job, I do a multitude of things currently. Uh, but my main job is I work with Theatry as a performer, as a co Um, I am about to begin teaching for them as well. And yes, so I I am currently touring with Birth. Uh, We just, we've almost finished our UK autumn tour and uh, we just finished a preview of our brand new show that we've been working on for the past two or three years due to COVID reasons, obviously, uh, called Bluebell. And that just previewed last night in Eastleigh at our uh, home residence, at-home residency venue, which is the point in Eastleigh. And yes, so that's, that's my, I like to call it my main job, but uh, on the side, I also am a fitness instructor. I um, am a PT yeah i work in the fitness industry i really enjoy working um i specialize with pre and postnatal clients because that's just something another area that interests me that's a bit sort of yeah different to my my uh, my usual interests and what else do i do i oh and i'm also studying for a master's
0: <laughs> 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 which is
1: uh yeah, something that came about during lockdown again, I realized that I wanted to just build on my on my interest and, and sort of consolidate my practice as a choreographer slash movement director. Because at university, it was always something I was interested in. I was in um, the Musical Theatre Society, T24 Society, and I, you know, helped the choreography for Oh, what a Lovely Wall with Drama Society. And then I choreographed a multitude of shows, the musical theatre, and I just realised that I quite felt in my element, shaping the aesthetics of a stage and the choreography of, of, of uh, bodies in space. And um, yeah, so lockdown sort of made me realise. As much as I love performing, I love theatre making, I I just wanted to ensure that I was, uh, yeah, just sort of refining that strength in my bow a little bit more so that I can, when I'm not working with the theatre company, I can also confidently present myself as as a freelance choreographer, moving director, to work on projects
0: fab so lots lots to talk about there first of all for the listeners who might want to look up and find more information about theatre re can you spell that name for us not the theatre bit i think i've got that
1: <laughs> so it's just re theatre re um it's it stands for uh, to rediscover to reveal and uh, oh gosh what's the third one my director's going to <laughs> pardon me for this. <laughs> we just have a reveal and reinvent. That's the one. And reinvent. So it sort of goes along the train of thought of we never create anything new. We're just sort of reinventing what's already in front of us in the world around us. Um, and we're revealing, we're uncovering the human condition. And and yeah, it's a wonderful company to work with. I always feel very honoured to be working with them. But
0: yeah. And you've got, you've got, there's a website for Theatre Re. There is a website kind of we're
1: on. All the social medias. I was actually in charge of Instagram uh, during our tour, which was interesting. I hope I did a good job.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure you did. Um, and and then the other thing that's quite interesting about what you were just saying is that, you, you know, what you've got then is effectively a portmanteau career made up of different types of activity at the same time. That you can go between these different kinds of activity, and that's. I think quite a typical pattern for a lot of people working in the arts um, and, and in a way quite exciting because presumably you don't get bored.
1: Absolutely not. No, you know, there are, there are moments, you know, sort of at the weekend looking at my week. The next week is going to be completely different to the week before because maybe I'm not performing. Maybe I'm just working as a teacher, working with clients all week. And that's sort of a big brain shift. And then, you know, the following week I could be rehearsing intensely for a week and again I have to sort of twist my my train of thought and and get my body into something else because I feel like I have a very different demand for my body when I'm teaching and a very different demand when I'm actually a performer in in a workspace so both physically and mentally it's constantly switching but obviously constantly interesting constantly keeping me on my on my toes and teaching me how to look after myself my well-being and um sort of the the plans I should have in place the day before to make sure that I'm at my optimum whether yeah whether I am teaching or whether I am rehearsing Um, it's constantly keeping me on my toes and constantly allowing me to develop and uh, learn more about myself and what I need and what I want and yeah it's great
0: I to I want to take us back um to when you were studying at Kent so what stuff did you do while you were studying drama at Kent that you draw on now or that that helped to sort of plant seeds that led to what you do now
1: so uh, the modules that stick out for me at my time at Kent uh, was definitely puppetry. Uh, <laughs> we had a bit of fun with our puppetry with our puppetry module. <laughs> I still have the video to this day of, of what we came out with and I play it every now and again. I was uh, in a group with Tom Bray, who so I think you've, you've interviewed before, who is still a very close friend of mine to this day and uh, we'll look back at that video every now and again. Also, uh, the variety module, because I got to use my skills and interest. We choreographed a, I've forgotten who the inspiration was, but we choreographed a dance around breakfast. Um, I
0: remember it well. We used to yeah. use photos of that in open days and things.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was great fun. And I have to say, one, one, one memory that I'll often refer back to when I talk about my time at Kent is... Uh, the stand-up module because it terrified me. And that's the reason why I took that module. I I realized very quickly afterwards that it wasn't for me. <laughs> and I was never gonna be interested in pursuing a career in stand-up. But uh, it was just one of those, yeah, one of those experiences that I will never have again, probably, but it just, I'm so glad I did it. It was like bungee jumping. It was just, I've never, I've never been so close to not coming on stage before <laughs> in my entire lifetime. I remember being in the wings so distinctly, that feeling of going, no, not going to happen, not going on that stage, not, not a chance, but I'm so glad I did it. So glad I, I really just felt accomplished afterwards.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's worth just to dig into the, the, the variety project uh, for, for popular performance where, where yeah, I remember it really well, and it was a really kind of skilled piece because there was a lot of kind of precise physical comedy going on. And in fact, there was a particular photo that, as I say, we used in open days. And, and actually, I think, I think, you know, everybody's in pyjamas or 90s or whatever. And then the way I think you're pouring tea or something in the photo, and it's like the precision in your body is really clear, even in a still photo like it's clear that there's it's not just because the it's that thing isn't it of if you're doing something comic it's supposed to look like chaos but actually it has to be the opposite it has to it has to be actually heavily controlled and i think that's what i well definitely what i remember of that bit that you did
1: that interest of physical comedy has stayed with me ever since i think i think i had it before going into the, to the module but i think that's that solidified that interest which is is what i've realized that i want to yeah delve deeper in by taking the masters that I'm currently studying yeah I just think I just think humor and especially totally accessible humor which is through physicality is just one of the easiest ways to get into people's hearts and and to and to get their attention which is just I just love the accessibility of it essentially
0: yeah because you don't need any special training or knowledge to understand it you just need to be up Mm -hmm. for a laugh
1: yeah exactly yeah
0: all of this is terrific stuff. Uh, I have one more question, uh, which is, it's, the, it's the, the kind of the question of the podcast, really, because this is called the Proper Job Gradcast. And the reason it's called that is because even drama students don't think they're going to get a proper job afterwards. And yet, bizarrely, that's not even slightly true. Right. The, the facts don't bear that out. And, and particularly what's interesting is asking people in the arts who, who, who are working in the arts, respond to that so the question is what would you say to people who say that doing a degree in drama won't lead to a proper job
1: oh that's a great question I would say that it just teaches you invaluable transferable skills I mean I I had a stint in PR post uh drama school because yeah it is it's not it's not easy uh working the arts it is it is tough no matter what path you're going to be going down, whether it's an administration, producing, performing, theatre making, it is tough. So I I remember feeling quite overwhelmed by that prospect on leaving training. And I kind of felt that I needed a bit of a break just to sort of know what I really wanted. So I, I did about a year of a stint in PR. But again, I went in as a temp. for for three weeks and I ended up staying for a year because of all my transferable skills just really worked for them and they found me really useful in terms of marketing, in terms of social media, I ended up you know having meetings with big clients just because I blacked it. (laughs) <laughs> because again it's a bit of a transferable skill as, as an actor you kind of are good at acting and blagging things <laughs> so I remember just finding myself one day in a meeting with a big corporate client going how did I get here
0: <laughs>
1: and then um and then eventually I, I did I did leave because I think I, I continued my interest by going to these workshops even though I was working in PR in a, in a corporate job I was sort of quietly keeping the fire burning by going to workshops, by still engaging with artists, with directors who, who I was interested in their work. I think I enrolled on a course at East London Dance in arts administration. It was sort of a one day a week thing, again, just on the side of my, of my full-time job, just to keep that fire burning. And then, and then it's, to be fair, it's only in the last sort of, yeah, during the pandemic, I think that I've really found the confidence to, to say, to present myself as a, as, a, as a freelance artist, as opposed to, yeah, I, perform, I do this performing on the side because it is, it's, it's a commitment, it's a full commitment and it's a scary commitment. But I think if that fire is burning, you can't ignore it. And, and I think, yeah, the, I think the main thing for me is, is transferable skills, just confidence. The amount of people I met in, in PR or that I know to this day who I was in the same year with who are working in completely different avenues, but they're so confident at what they do because because yeah, I think it does it does give you confidence. Give you it gives you open mindedness as well.
0: Yeah, I think as well it ha- it has that thing, doesn't it, of you you, you you do all kinds of things like project managing effectively, um, oh, work yes. work teamwork, you know. Um IT skills from, you know, I don't know, uh, researching online and, you know, researching on databases on the library, you know, writing essays. Uh, there's so many things that, that you do as a drama student that are really brilliant transferable skills, I think.
1: I do think, yeah, team building, you definitely hit the nail on the head there because working in a, in a corporate environment, some people don't know how to work in a team. <laughs> they, don't, they don't know how to listen, to be able to pass the mic and yeah, totally.
0: It was great talking to Claudia. Uh, it was really interesting. If you're interested in sort of physical theatre, and also balancing different aspects of the career, you know, having a, a portmanteau career where you do some things which are less arts related, but that allows you to do the things that are more arts related. I think that's that's a, that, there's some interesting stuff in there about that. Um, so also, she mentions that she knows other Kent graduates. So it's another thing that comes up quite often in this com- in these conversations is. There's a, there's a whole network of people out there who've done drama at Kent and are now out there working in the arts or possibly not even in the arts and, and still kind of know each other. And that's all part of the business of networking. So, you know, if you're currently studying drama at Kent and you're getting to know other people on the course, well, that is seeding the possibilities of your future career. One of those people she mentions is Tom Brace. There's an earlier episode of The Proper Job Gradcast in which I interviewed Tom Brace about being a professional magician so go and check that one out because it's a good episode that's all for now thank you very much indeed for listening i hope you enjoyed it and i will find you again when i'm here with the next episode of the proper job gradcast